1: Hey, what if your home's title, which is the legal document that proves you own your home, is in some criminal's name? Well, that's called home title theft, and criminals all over the world can find your home's title online, and then they'll forge your signature, they'll take out loans against your home, or even worse, sell your home. Now, how do you know some criminal's not taking over the title to your home? You can find out with sign-up at hometitlelock.com and use the promo code SEAN. Who does Sean Hannity choose when
0: diversifying his savings with gold and silver? None other than the top-rated precious metals company, Goldco. Goldco is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner with thousands of five-star reviews, and they've helped tens of thousands of Americans place over $2 billion in gold and silver. They're Sean Hannity's top choice. And right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. Go to HannityGold.com to learn more. That's HannityGold.com.
1: All right, news roundup information overload hour, eight hundred nine four one. Sean, if you want to be a part and the RNC will show you this tonight on Hannity, uh, put out a video of Democrats lying about transitory inflation, among other things. Listen.
2: I really doubt that we're going to see an inflationary cycle. Uh, most economic analysts believe that it will have a temporary or transitory
0: impact. The faster than expected increase in some of those prices is actually a good sign. The overwhelming
2: consensus is going to pop up a little bit and then go back
0: down.
1: No one's talking about it. This great, great deal.
2: This is something that will uh, settle down, transitory, <laughs> transitory. And the data
3: shows that most of the price increases we've seen are were expected, and, and are expected to be temporary. There's nobody suggesting there's unchecked inflation on the way. It's on, highly unlikely that's going to be long-term inflation that's going to get out of hand. I don't know anybody who's worried about inflation. What is the grand plan to increase oil production in America? (laughs) Oh,
2: my God. (laughs) That is hilarious. Well, the number one thing that the president can do is help get COVID under control. Uh, That, we know, is the root cause of inflation. President Biden this afternoon saying he thinks we're at the peak of the crisis right now and that lower prices are on the way.
3: The inflation has everything to do with the supply chain. Make no mistake, inflation is largely the fault of Putin. I'm going to do everything I can to minimize Putin's price hike here at home. If you want to get rid of inflation, the only way to do it is to um,
1: undo a lot of the Trump tax cuts. Ever since you've come into office, things are really looking up. You know, gas is up, rent is up, food is up, everything. Pretty much everything is up. Joe Conscious with us. Mark Simone is with us. Uh, Joe, Fox News contributor, columnist for The Hill. Mark Simone with his number one rated morning show on our flagship in New York, uh, AM710WOR, sir. Uh, welcome, both of you. Um It's that bad and getting worse, and they've lied to us the whole time. Now, Steve Moore, I think all three of us would agree, is a pretty smart guy. And he did an analysis of all these geniuses that Biden hired to work on economic policy, regulation, etc. And they have next to no real life business experience. Why would you hire a Pete judge, a former mayor of South Bend, to be a transportation secretary, lecturing us on the need to buy electric cars and, and get prepared for only renewable Uh, energy uh, independence, not real energy independence, Uh, or or Jennifer Granholm, uh, what are you going to do about gas prices? Well, that's a great answer. Uh, Mark Simone, we'll start with you.
4: Well, uh, all these people have one thing in common. They're just empty suits. They're just empty suits. They've got no experience in business, no executive experience. Empty suits. And now they've got Gavin Newsom showing up, a great-looking empty suit. Democrats should just bring an empty suit on a hanger and we'll just have them vote for that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's just awful to watch. It's, you know, who loves Joe Biden? Who is so grateful to him? Jimmy Carter. He no longer has to worry about being called the worst president ever.
1: No, well, that certainly the worst president in our lifetime up until Biden. Uh, Joe Concha, your take.
0: Yeah, a lot of people focus on Biden. Of course they should. He's the president of the United States. So they focus on the vice president, Kamala Harris. But, it's the team around him that is equally as bad, and we, we mentioned Buttigieg before. Remember, he was you know, mayor of South Bend, Indiana, right? A kind of a, a small city out there that has one train station, one little airport, uh, a couple of buses, and he was called Mayor Pothole. He couldn't even fix the potholes in a small town, yet he's put in charge of the... Department of Transportation, fifty-eight thousand employees, nearly a hundred million dollar, I'm sorry, billion dollar budget uh, every year. I mean, you're, you're I'm, I'm sorry, it's million again. Uh, I'll have to look that up exactly. But, the, but the point is that a huge budget. Let's put it that way. Before I commit to a number, uh, and this is a guy who was chosen because he checked off some boxes, so they can say, oh, see, it's now the first openly gay uh, cabinet member when that wasn't true, because that was Rick Cordell under Donald Trump. Then Jennifer Granholm, she comes from CNN, and before that, she was the governor of Michigan. And she's now in charge of the Department of Energy. And think about this for a second. What qualifications does she have there exactly? Rick Perry, I got completely under Trump. Granholm, I guess because they make cars in Michigan, and Michigan, therefore since they make cars, gas goes in the car, and then she should be in charge of energy. No, that's not the way it works. So all we heard, go back and look at the headlines from January 2021. The adults are back in the room. What adults? Alejandro Mayorkas at the border, or lack thereof in terms of the border? Uh, You you look at Blinken, who John McCain warned, like, way back when, like, do not let this guy anywhere near uh, an important position within the Department of State. And sure enough, There he is as our secretary of state. I could go on, Sean, but we got finite time. So it's not just Biden and his age and his incompetency, but it's the whole team around him where it's just mainly about checking off boxes, including the press secretary now, where John Kirby would have been a a decent choice, right, to replace Jen Psaki. And you have Karine Jean-Pierre, who literally reads answers to questions that aren't asked. It's incredible.
1: Uh, And she makes pronouncements that are just ridiculous about, oh, this is the best economy we've ever had. And I'm like, what world are you living in? Um, you know, is so much of this is rooted. If we look at the inflation numbers and, and record high gas prices, so much of this crisis, Mark Simone, was preventable. And it was preventable if, if they didn't adhere to this, this climate alarmist cult, as I call it. It's like a cult. It's, they're brainwashed. They're indoctrinated. You know, I don't even think deprogramming would get them back to common sense and energy independence. How embarrassing is it that, you know, here's Joe Biden. Uh, calling Saudi Arabia the pariah nation and uh, MBS, the crown prince, the murder of Jamal Khashoggi, is now basically on his hands and knees begging the Saudis as he's been begging OPEC, trying to convince Israel and the Saudis that it's a good idea uh, to do another deal with Iran so we can import oil from there when we have hundreds of years' worth of domestic supplies and we could be energy independent and not rely on countries that hate us for the lifeblood of our economy. Uh, to me, it's humiliating.
4: But this is the only country in history that could produce all of its own energy and doesn't. And when we produce it, we've got regulations it's produced cleanly. When uh, Russia, Saudi Arabia, whoever else produces it, no regulations. It's done in a filthy, dirty way. So Biden switches to, from clean drilling and fracking. The dirty drilling and fracking and increase the amount of pollution, hey, we'd all switch to electric cars in 10 years or 20 years when it's perfected. We'll all switch over. But right now, the infrastructure isn't there. They're not perfected. You know, nobody wanted to give up their landline. But once they got the cell phone working real well and it was perfected, everybody gave up their landline. So, there's no hurry to switch to electric cars if we
1: are. You know, you you live in New York City. By the way, for those that don't know, Mark Simone is Mr. New York City. He's the only person I know that actually likes this place. What? Um, sorry. I mean, I mean, all these people that live here, I know there are people that love New York City. I think you're all out of your mind. You would save a fortune every, every year by getting the hell out of here, but you wouldn't leave. They're going to carry you out in a box before you ever leave this city. Um, but anyway, so New York City now, we have... We, we well, it's all true. Uh, we we have all of these uh, leading Democrats supportive of the idea of doxing Supreme Court justices, even giving out the their kids' school information and and church information. Um, and you know, now we now we have bounties on the heads of Supreme Court justices if you have a sighting of one. But New York City, Mark, hit hard by this kind of like zealot Green New Energy uh, saboteurs, if you will, that have been going around slashing people's tires all over New York City and residents in Chicago, San Francisco, and Scranton and Pennsylvania, also targeted by these climate alarmists. Uh, Nobody seems to talk about that.
4: No, and listen, Merrick Garland, the attorney general, should be impeached for not protecting the Supreme Court uh, justices It's illegal to protest anywhere near their residence, and I hate to say it, but something could happen at some point to one of them. Something could happen, and it's all on Merrick Garland. He should be impeached and Republicans take over. It's the same thing with the slashing of the tires and all of that. It's no bail, no jail. There's nobody on earth the democrats want to arrest except the bodega owner and donald trump outside of that everybody's free to do what they want
1: what's your that is funny well I'm, but it's it's sad i mean this bodega or dog depending if you're talking to joe biden or not this this dog guy this poor guy is doing his job i, I even saying on tape i i don't want any trouble i don't want any trouble guy goes behind pushes him to the ground and he gets up to defend himself Joe Concha, what was he supposed to do in that moment? Because I don't see any other answer except defend yourself.
0: What any human being would do, natural instinct, if I don't do something here, I could be killed. So he did what he had to do. He ends up in Rikers. While he's in Rikers, from his wounds, his wounds get infected. Alvin Bragg charges this guy. Second-degree be- murder. Second degree, exactly. Uh, And if I'm, you know, running for New York governor, uh, I am absolutely making this my focus and and put it at the forefront and promise that I will fire Alvin Bragg, not even day one, minute one, when I come in. Alvin Bragg, of course, is a district attorney uh, in New York. And, and, you know, it's one of the reasons why when you say to New York, like, I can't believe that you're staying here, more and more people feel that way where they live in a more expensive city to live in because of taxes and a less safe city and you put those two things together and it's just a huge Exodus out of there mark will stay because mark is loyal and I, I admire that on many levels but but a lot of families for instance no, mark is a like, genius no, except a for
1: this it. one issue he's got a blind spot and he loves this this adam shiffle
4: see you two guys all the time. Where do I see you? In New York City. So you're there
1: too. Well, you don't see me all the time in New York City. I hide anytime I'm there. I, I, I don't even let people know I'm coming to New York City because, uh, you know, there's probably a bounty on my head.
4: Well, uh, listen, uh, these Democrats, first it was no bail. That sounds insane. Then it was no jail. That's something before more insane. Now it's no self-defense. You must submit to the attack. That's it. Uh, blame the governor who could fire this crazy district attorney. And blame Joe Biden. He's the head of the Democratic Party. You're all Democrats. He should be yelling and screaming about this. And blame the media. They should be asking Biden every day. What about this crime wave all over America? What are you doing about it?
1: Yeah. All right, quick break. More with Mark Simone and Joe Contra on the other side. Then your calls, 800 941 Sean on this Friday as we continue. All right, we continue our Friday wrap-up with Mark Simone and Joe Contra with us. Then we'll get to your calls. When have you been to a Bogodá recently, uh, Mark? <laughs> Well, wasn't that the capital of Colombia or something? Uh, <laughs> I had a taco for lunch. It's Is that, you know? top, but it's close. I mean, I don't know. But, or or calling, comparing Hispanic Americans to tacos. That was another genius move. There's something with the Bidens, though. Concha, you follow the, the media so closely. Yeah. You know, Joe Biden, you can't go to a 7-Eleven or a Dunkin' Donuts unless you have a slight Indian accent. You know, the guy that partnered with a former Klansman to stop the integration of public schools because he didn't want them to become racial jungles. And the guy that actually referred to Barack Obama, you know, for the first time ever, you got somebody who's clean and and neat and, and articulate and bright. I mean, that's storybook, man. I mean that storybook that <laughs> where I'm from that's called racism.
0: I think easily the best or worst, however you want to look at it, is when Joe Biden actually said and this is going into the South Carolina primaries and remember, Biden got blown out in Iowa and New Hampshire. He finished something like fifth and fourth in those states. And his campaign, if he loses South Carolina, it's done again for the third time. And he makes up this story that, oh, yeah, when I went to South Africa, I was arrested trying to see Nelson Mandela. And you would think, wow, a U.S. senator gets arrested on foreign soil. I would think I heard about that. And sure enough, it was a complete lie. He did it to get votes, the black vote in South Carolina, he then wins South Carolina and only afterwards and said, oh no, I wasn't arrested. Uh, they just made me move from one block to the other. And you're like, oh come on. So this is somebody who is a pathological liar and has been throughout his entire life. He plagiarized in law school. He plagiarized in his first run for president. He plagiarized when he was a senator. And I could go through all the lies, but again, the whole finite time thing uh, is there. So I know when people talk about Biden, they want to focus on his age, but his compass has always been off in terms of what is right in terms of foreign policy and what is right in terms of domestic policy he's never run a business in his life so what does he know about the economy or lowering inflation and now the age thing is compounding that as well and that's why you got a guy who's at 33% approval the lowest of any first term president in history uh, Sean by the way $142 billion budget last question because you both uh, know
1: New York just a prediction just a yes or no Mark Simone can Lee Zeldin beat Kathy Hochul
4: yes uh, you're going to have extremely low Democratic turnout because they don't like what's going on uh and one thing polls don't measure and we saw this back when uh, rudy giuliani got in they don't measure the fear people have uh, even democrats they're afraid of all this crime and remember the, the polls couldn't measure the strength that giuliani had
1: joe had real quick can can zelden beat kathy Hokel?
4: Jack Cittarelli nearly beat uh,
0: uh, my sitting yeah. governor, and Murphy, in November when no one gave him a shot. So I'm giving Lee Zeldin a big shot because things are infinitely worse for Democrats now than they even were in November.
1: I appreciate you both. Thank you, uh, Mark Simone, Joe Concha, eight hundred nine four one. Sean, our number if you want to be a part of the uh, program. 25 to the top of the hour. All right, let's get to our phones on this Friday. In the meantime, uh, Vince is in Kansas. What's going on in Kansas, Vince? How are you, sir? I am great. Thank you for taking my call, Sean. I appreciate it you very bet. much. What part of Kansas are you in? Uh, Kansas City. Great place. Love Kansas. Mm-hmm. Normal yeah, people well, yeah. there. Not By the way, New York City, you don't have a lot of normal people, but go ahead.
3: Well, you come out to Kansas City, we'll take care of you.
1: Uh, um, listen, uh, I'm, I'm there. What's yeah, on your mind today? Hey,
3: um, I, I heard your back yesterday, and of course, he's on the ballot in Kansas on August 2nd. Her attorney general. And, um, I know you're talking about how important the position of attorney general is in, in all of our States, but also in Kansas on, um, August 2nd is the value them both, um, amendment. And this is very important because as you know, after, you know, after, um, Dobbs overturned Roe versus Wade, it finally, um, gave the people the voice on abortion. So, you know, that kicked it back to where the people and their representatives uh, were responsible for making laws in their states. Now, Kansas, um, although it is a conservative state, in 2019, the Kansas Supreme Court also um, ruled uh, that it was a constitutional right, a Kansas constitutional right, to an abortion for people. So they usurped the, I guess you'd say, the ability of the people to speak on it. So after Dobbs overturned Roe, this is the first place, first state in the country that will allow the people to speak up on Roe versus Wade on abortion. I should say.
1: Are you and, saying that there's a ref- there's a referendum on the ballot? Yes,
3: yes, and they had to have two
1: thirds. What does the ballot. referendum say? Is it it does it allow any circumstances for abortion? For example, rape or incest of the mother's life?
3: Yes, it, it does allow for that. It, it does it doesn't uh, ban all abortion in Kansas. There are exceptions for the life of the mother, um, and there's also. Um, limits on just making sure that basically right now there are some laws on the books that would go ignored because of the Supreme Court ruling in Kansas that have to do with like parental notification Um, there are laws that will go uh, ignored based on you know uh, safety of the the um, medical uh, offices that abortions would take place so what what about
1: (laughs) elective abortion for people is that outlawed
3: no, right now, that's that's all acceptable. And the well, that's based on
1: your state Supreme Court ruling. You're saying that that this referendum will circum uh, will circumvent that, correct?
3: Right. Right. Absolutely. The people will have the voice in deciding. Well, that. So I'm
1: asking about the referendum. Does it allow people early in the pregnancy to have an abortion or no? Is it elective? Oh, no, no. So, I think so. No, but no, you, no, but you didn't. Elective. You weren't specific. You, you said. In the case of a mother's life, what about rape and incest?
3: Um, my understanding is that there, that would still be allowed. Um, abortion for rape and incest would still be allowed, is my understanding.
1: You know, it's it's interesting because I have conversations with a lot of different people. And everybody that I know, I mean, everyone talks about, oh, re- Republicans want to take away the rights of women. I don't want to take away anybody's rights. And it's a very personal decision in, in the sense that I know people feel strongly on both both sides of this. And I know that also, and I'm not going to spend any time on this program trying to convince people uh, that their position is wrong. But the states will decide, which is the point. But the people that I talk to that describe themselves as pro-choice, and I'll even give a little bit of credit to Bill Clinton here. He said the words legal and rare. Mm-hmm. And you know the people that i talk to that say that they reluctantly are quote pro choice they'll use the, that word you know they're in the legal very rare very early support of it uh and that's it and with the exceptions for rape incest and the mother's life and i if i had to guess where most states are gonna end up um, even Europe, you know, everyone thinks Europe is so super hyper liberal. I, I, I think for most countries, there it's eight to 12 weeks. That's it. There's, there's your abortion window. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get an abortion, then nobody ever talks about how extreme some Democrats are, and they literally want to legalize abortion up to the minute before birth. That murder. would be called murder and infanticide. Yeah, and. And no one talks about that extremist positions.
3: Yeah, and I think that's an important thing for us to, you know, if we do shift away from um, having to fight the laws that allow abortion, we we have to put even more efforts into supporting the women who are in those situations. I mean, we we're doing that already, you know, and 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 I, I, as I said, I work for the Catholic Church. Um in the Ar- There are I- many,
1: many churches that yeah. do this. And remember, yeah. these are the places and it's not getting a lot of coverage that are being firebombed, hit with Molotov right. cocktails, right. threatened, uh, vandalized, etc. But anyway, right. you you raise great points. I, I do appreciate your call. Vince in Kansas, thank you. Uh, let's say hi to Kim is in Arizona. Kim, how are you? Glad you called. Happy Friday.
2: Hi. Um, I should start by saying I am not a regular listener of your show, um, but I happened to be listening yesterday afternoon.
1: You happened you to fall a- upon it. I'm not a regular listener. I don't want people to think <laughs> I'm one of your listeners. Go ahead. You've, you've made your you, yeah. you've you've made a strong well, statement. And we are, what's on your uh, mind?
2: I I speak the truth. Um, uh, so do I. I, I happened to be listening, and um, you had a caller um, mention something about how she felt. You know, that conservatives were constantly living in fear and under threat of attack. And um, I I think that political violence is obviously wrong on both sides. But my question for you and for your audience really is how that lines up with the Justice Department's recent report that the biggest domestic threat to our safety and security are right-wing extremist groups that align with the far-right Republican Party.
1: What about these left wing groups that are threatening Supreme Court justices that are doxing their homes that are putting out for the public view uh, the names of the schools and locations of the schools that Supreme Court justices children attend or the churches that the, excuse me, I'm not finished. I'm answering your question or the churches that they attend and the times they attend those churches. Uh, what about, you know, if you want to talk about domestic uh, uh, violence Uh, We had 574 uh, official riots in the summer of 2020. Uh, Dozens of Americans died. I'm sorry, thousands of cops were injured and billions in property damage took place. And I don't see any committee and I didn't see Merrick Garland or FBI Director Ray say a single word about left wing radicalism. Uh are there radicals on both sides? I'll concede that point. Yeah. People you know, I don't know who these Oath Keeper people are and I don't want to know who they are. Or these Proud Boy people are. I don't want to know who they are either. I want no part of anybody that supports any type of uh insurrection, violence, uh arson, uh hurling bricks, bottles, rocks, Molotov cocktails at cops, uh burning down police precincts, uh, or vandalizing people's uh Places of business so I've been consistent all throughout I don't care if you're left right center I don't care what you are I don't support I'm, violence uh, now, I would never give out the name and address of any politician or judge that I didn't like
2: I recognize that you have been trying to claim the moral high road on this but would you concede the fact that you have been radicalizing far-right extremist groups for decades and i believe that you have
1: give me lit. an example of when I, uh, i've ever give me an example of when i've ever supported I, because i have been consistent in my condemnation of of violence across the board i don't care who's responsible as a man and when i talk about self defense i talk about people learning gun safety i talk about responsible gun ownership so i you must be thinking about some other show cuz that's not this show
2: can i speak now yep I believe that you have been creating a a very dangerous political, ideological firestorm for decades in radicalizing far-right extremist groups.
1: Give me an example. You're giving me broad, sweeping generalizations. Give me a specific example.
2: A specific example would be every single time that you have talked about Nancy Pelosi, AOC, the Muslim con- congresswoman from Minnesota, saying that you don't have to register to vote in her state, which is completely false. You
1: have. Uh, 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 well, whoa, excuse a, a me. Whoa, slow down. When did I ever say you don't have to register to vote in what state?
2: No, you you claimed that I claimed. Uh, Ilham Omar stated that in minnesota you don't have to be registered to vote and that is completely false you made that claim well you
1: you sound like you picked this all up in the one show that you happen to listen to you sound like a regular listener to me but i i don't recall at all what you're talking about maybe it's true maybe it's not it doesn't sound like me in my head but you know sometimes i say things that are misconstrued but let me tell you something yeah I let me tell you about me,
2: Sean, you have been creating a a false dichotomy of us versus them, and you have been creating an ideology where either you are for us or against us.
1: Well, let me ask you a question. How did you figure all this out in the one show that you listened to? You said you're not a regular listener. You said you only happen to catch me uh, on one show. How did you figure all this out about me in one show?
2: I make a habit of trying not to listen to you whenever I make a habit of trying not to listen. But the reality
1: is, you listen a lot. The problem, problem Kim, you're lying. You you listen a lot, and you come to conclusions that are false, or you read things about me that are false. Now, either you listen to the show, or you don't listen. Do you listen a lot more than you're letting on, or not? um, Let's
2: say this. I've read a lot about what you have said.
1: I've read a lot. Well, why don't you try to listen a little more and watch a little more and then make a determination? Because let me tell you who I am and let me be very clear about what I believe. So this way, there's no ambiguity. You don't have to go through reading something that somebody that might hate me writes. First and foremost, I believe that we're all created by the same God, that rights come from God, not from government that I believe that God has instilled in every human soul talent and ability. And I believe that every life on this earth is precious. I believe as a conservative, what works best is limited government, lower taxes, less bureaucracy. I believe in law and order and safety and security so people can pursue happiness uh, I believe in legal immigration, not illegal immigration. I believe America with hundreds of years worth of of energy supply should be energy independent. Uh, I believe that people that interpret the Constitution, not legislate from the bench, should be on the bench. I believe in the concept of peace through strength. I believe in the First Amendment, Second Amendment and every amendment. Uh, and I believe in free and fair trade now. Is there anything there that I said that sounds uh, radical to you? Because that's what I believe, and that's what I say every day.
2: No, I, I I agree with everything that you said. It's the way that you say it, Sean.
1: The way that I see. Give me an example. It? You listen to my show a lot more than you're letting on. Tell. Give me a specific example. What have I said that would uh, what, that as somebody could even remotely interpret as as being revolutionary? Uh, or inciting violence. That's a that's a terrible thing you're saying about me that's not true.
2: No, what I'm saying is you're polarizing Americans.
1: You're polarizing I am, listen, now, let me be very clear. Been- I want conservatism to win the political uh battle and again at the ballot box peacefully because conservatism works. And Look at the difference. Do you like paying $5 a gallon for gasoline? Do you like the 41-year high of inflation that Joe Biden gave you? Do you like him on his hands and knees begging the Saudis and OPEC and Iran and Venezuela for oil?
2: You're trying to bake down decades of very, very complex problems into a soundbite. And that is a problem for America. Excuse me,
1: under Donald Trump gas was $2.39 a gallon. Inflation was one point. The CPI was one point four percent. Now it's nine point one percent.
2: You believe that all of those things happen within the vacuum of one four-year term?
1: I believe that Joe Biden's promise that he yeah. made on the campaign yeah, exactly. trail to you eliminate every, to eliminate fossil every... fuels in America has caused great damage, and is and interestingly is hurting the poor, the middle class, and people on fixed incomes the most. Don't you agree with that?
2: No, I I have no, You I don't agree with that. that you are you are polarizing Americans based on ratings, and you are trying
1: to. I light don't do a anything for ratings. Storm. You know what I do? I do oh. a show based on my <laughs> true heartfelt beliefs, and I'm not. I'm going to spend my time convincing you, but I will tell you this: you are an honest. You listen to this show a lot, and you just don't like the fact that I have opinions that differ from yours. But we appreciate your calling. Thanks for listening. Likely every day. That's going to wrap things up for this Friday. Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern on the Fox News Channel. Uh, Peter Ducey traveling with the president uh, on his trip to Saudi Arabia on his hands and knees. We'll get the latest out of that. Also, what all of this means in terms of the economy, all the bad news and how it's impacting families like we've never seen before. Uh, Tammy Bruce, Devin Nunes, Senator Scott Brown will join us tonight. Uh, also, believe it or not, sharks are attacking at a record rate. No, I'm not kidding. And they're biting a lot of people. It's, it's a real phenomenon. Anyway, 9 Eastern, set DVR Hannity tonight. Fox, have a great weekend. See you back here Monday. Thank you for making this show possible.